This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. If you look around at your life, you will likely see that the manner in which you behave, the things that you do, the thoughts that you think, your habits, your overall way of life, your political beliefs and spiritual beliefs, what you believe about relationships, and really, again, just about everything, has ultimately been programmed. It's been programmed by your encounters with others. It's been programmed by formal and informal educational experiences. In other words, someone teaching you this, you should do this, you should do that. So that can be formal or informal. That could be in school with a quote-unquote teacher, or that could be at home when your mom or dad said, we don't act like that. We don't do that. That's not appropriate. That's not nice. That's not right. Um, And we get all sorts of educational experiences elsewhere as well, church and in the workplace and with our friendships. We learn from our peers, right? But if you take a look at all of those things, What you find, I think, is that most of those things have been programmed. You have been programmed your entire life, intentionally or unintentionally. You've been told how to behave, how to think, what is right, what is wrong. And the greatest problem that I see in my classroom as a high school teacher uh, is children who are not they don't seem able, they're certainly not willing in most cases, to really think for themselves. The most common thing that I find in my classroom is that students want the right answer. Mr. Miller, what is the right answer? Mr. Miller, how do I get the right answer? They're scared to share their thoughts when I ask them a question because they might have the wrong answer. Now, why is the wrong answer bad? Well, you see, they've been programmed. When you get the wrong answer, you don't get a point, right? Or you get points deducted or taken away. When you don't know something, other people laugh at you. They ridicule you. They treat you uh, as if you're dumb and that they're better than you. They can lord that over you then. All of these things are programmed. When you look at a child, and, and my wife and I right now, we have... I mean, we are experiencing the wonders of a very soon-to-be 17-month-old. He's 16 months now, just about a week, a little over a week, week and a half. He'll be 17 months old. And you look at him, and he has that sense of wonder and that curiosity because very little programming has been done. Now, is all programming bad? Uh, I don't think so. I think, to a certain extent, I think programming is necessary. Just think about if we didn't ever write or program uh, computer applications or computer programs, we wouldn't be able to do very much on our computer hardware, would we? Of course not. We need that programming. We need that code, that software, that application. And in the same way, we all need programs to run. But here's the thing. If we're not the ones who are setting the program for ourselves, then we become the product of our environment or other people or maybe just dumb luck. The good news is that once you realize the extent to which you've been programmed and that you are programmable (laughs) as a human, you can begin to take control of that.
So it starts with the freedom to explore and to ask, in some cases, what feel like difficult questions. I wouldn't necessarily say they're difficult questions. They don't have to be difficult, but they are difficult for some people who have been programmed that this is the way you think, this is the way you behave, this is the way you are. This is the way you ought to be, other people ought to be, the world ought to be. When you have all of that programming with all of those oughts, this is what you ought to do, this is what you ought not do. When you have all of those programs, the world, everything becomes so very rigid. And I see this, I see this over and over again with different people in different capacities. People who have been programmed to such an extent, and they, they, they don't realize it. They certainly don't realize that that's what's happened, but they've been programmed into this very narrow view and a very narrow understanding of humanity and of the human experience of behavior and morality, so much so that they can't even see other possibilities. When you get programmed into something like that, and it happens all day, every day around the world, in different parts of the world, people are being programmed to that extent. Um, I have uh, known several people who grew up in, uh, in a cult, or what many would consider to be a cult. And that's one of the things about being in a cult is that you are programmed. Uh, and especially if you're a child who's a member of one of those cults, you are programmed from a very early age that this is how you're supposed to be. And it can be very, very difficult, very painful to break free from that programming, but it is possible. And as I've said, it starts with your willingness to question your willingness to stop when somebody says, this is the way that it ought to be. This is the way you ought to behave, or this is the way you ought not behave. It starts with being willing to ask yourself, why should I believe that that's the case? Why should I believe that that's true? And then coming to your own conclusion. Often these people are called free thinkers. <laughs> free thinkers. Now think about that for a moment. They're called free thinkers. Why are they given that title? because they are able to think in a manner which is free, right? That's sort of obvious. But what does that mean? Free from what? Free from the programming. Free from all of those oughts. You ought to do this. You ought not do that. You see, free thinkers are free from all of those other things which are imposed upon them. Okay, free thinkers program themselves. Free thinkers come to conclusions. Free thinkers believe that they ought to behave in this way. Other people ought to behave in that way. Free thinkers still have all of that. It's not that they are totally devoid of programming, but they're thinking for themselves. And I just want to encourage you to try this, to take this up as a challenge. The next time that you have a thought in your head or somebody says something to you that implies or, or perhaps directly states that you ought to do something or you ought not do something or think something or be something or feel something, whatever the case may be, whenever an ought comes up, I want you to just stop for a moment and think, why should I believe that that is true? Why should I believe that's the case? What is the evidence? What do I really believe about this thing? Okay. I'll share a personal story. For many years, I did not have a problem with um, gays and lesbians, uh, any member of the LGBTQ plus community. No problem with them personally at all. But I grew up in the Christian church. 
And in the uh, particular Christian circle that I grew up in, the Bible clearly said that homosexuality was wrong. So I grew up with the very common belief that you were supposed to, uh, you know, love the sinner and hate the sin. That I was supposed to love this person, but to hold their activity or their orientation, whatever the case may be, uh, in, uh, in, in, ju- in a sort of judgment. Not that I was judging them, but believing that they would be judged for that, that that was wrong, that that was something that went against God. Okay. Now, I don't mean to open up a, a can of worms with this issue. I'm just being honest and sharing something real from my own life. This was a case where my free thought was conflicting with my programming. As a free thinker, I said, what's wrong if two women love each other and want to spend their lives together and want to have sex and enjoy each other? What's wrong if two men love each other and want to spend their lives together, live together, get married, have sex? What's wrong with that? Who is that hurting? You see, my free thought was saying, I I can't think of a reason that this is bad, right? If it's two consenting adults and that's what they want to do, How can that be wrong? How can that be bad? Well, but you see, again, I had that programming over there, and the programming said, no, no, this is bad, right? And when you start to tug at the thread of why it was bad, there was never any argument that was rational. It was simply, well, this is what God says, this is what the Bible says, this is God's will, or this is against God's will. It was always an appeal to authority, whether biblical or directly theological, straight to God. And so I had a problem with this for for many years until I went through my own personal spiritual transformation and realized, you know, I don't believe those things. And if I don't believe them, I can't accept that programming. And let me tell you, it was very, very difficult, uh, really not as difficult on this issue, because again, for, for years I'd struggled feeling one way, but being taught and trying to believe another way. But in many other areas, it was very difficult to escape that programming and to think for myself. Um, it was not easy. And when you do this, you know, I certainly, I had people in my life who they tried to draw me back into that programming. In fact, many of them had been programmed to go after people who were leaving the program and to get them back into the program. Uh, it was it was pretty amusing. You know, there were several people who saw me kind of venturing off the reservation, so to speak. And, uh, you, you know, you could tell that they, they were trying to win a soul. They were trying to, you know, bring me back into the fold. Like, they were trying to do their Christian duty. I was having no real conversations with those types of people. But, you know, the good news is I was having lots of conversations with other free thinkers, both inside Christianity and outside. So, please don't misunderstand and, and think that I'm painting all Christians in a particular light or all of Christianity in a particular way. It's not what I'm saying. You find this with absolutely anything, including atheism. Are atheists programmed by other atheists? Absolutely. By agnostics? Yes. Even by other religious people? Yes. (laughs) There's a level of programming that is happening all the time as people try to impose their way of life, their way of thought, their belief system upon us. But we as mature individuals have to take control of our programming. So knowing this, knowing that you're being programmed and knowing that you can choose your programming and you can even program yourself, how do you go about the task of reprogramming or maybe deprogramming yourself? 
I've mentioned already, a good way to start is simply asking a question. When something arises in your own mind or somebody tells you this is what you ought to do or think or feel or believe, simply ask, why should I believe that that's true? Why should I believe that's the case? And then evaluate it for yourself using your incredible mind, the incredible capacity you have for reason and critical thought and analysis. So that's a very good way that you can start this process, but you can also start an intentional process of programming yourself uh, by listening to positive uh, audios. I shouldn't just say positive, listening to audios that will affect you in a positive way. Okay. And, and so that could be, um, that could be an audio program where it's a debate, a very heated debate. You could even be listening to what's called, you know, quote unquote hate speech. But if it's moving you in a positive direction to be exposed to that material, that's good. And if it's not, then I would say that's, that's bad, right? If it, if you're moving in the direction of the programming you want, good. If you're moving away to somebody else's programming or you're not sure where you're headed at all, I would say that that's, that's not good. That's not ideal, right? And so, um, certainly it's good for us to listen to opposing viewpoints and to listen to difficult things and to listen to people with whom we disagree. That's a very good and healthy thing and it helps us grow. So, uh, I don't just mean that you have to, you know, I kind of misspoke there. I don't just mean you have to listen to positive audio, but things which will affect you in a positive way. Um, CDs, you know, books and tapes, Audible, um, podcasts like this one, uh, SoundCloud, you can find a lot of great material or on, on YouTube. You can also, of course, you know, look into video content. Uh, be mindful of, you know, what you're, you're putting in your body. Books are fantastic as well. What are you digesting in book form? Are you reading, you know, a bunch of magazines that are, are programming you in a particular way? You know, some of these magazines, oh my goodness, these health and fitness magazines, look at some of them and look at the images that they have in there. Oh, how they are programming you that this is how a woman should look. This is how a man should look. This is how a, a real man behaves. This is how a true woman behaves. That is someone else's programming. And to the extent to which you agree with what those other people are saying, you can adopt what they're saying for yourself out of your free thought, out of your own reason, out of what you believe to be true. But don't simply accept things. Uh, don't simply accept programming just because somebody else says it and this is the way it should be. It's like that old joke, well, it's on the internet. It has to be true, right? <laughs> just because somebody says you ought to do this or you ought not do that, why should we assume that that's true? All right? So, I really want to encourage you to take control of your programming because it it is, I feel vitally important that we have more people on this planet who have determined for themselves how they want to be, how they want to live, how they want to behave, what is right, what is wrong. These are questions that we have, you know, decisions that we all have to make, I should say. Um, and, you know, again, to the extent to which you agree with someone else's programming, sure, adopt it. But if you don't, be very, very careful that you're not internalizing these things so that you think you have to be at a particular weight or you think you have to be, you have a particular body type or that, you know, you have to believe this about God or that about God, or, you know, you have to do this or that if you want to be a moral person, a good person, a, a good husband, a good wife or friend or whatever the case may be. Those things, those are just yokes that other people are placing on you. 
and programming that they're trying to put on you. So evaluate your programming. I I hope that this has been beneficial and a beneficial message for you today and has stirred up in you, I hope, free thought. So that whenever you listen to anything, certainly whenever you listen to my podcast, I hope you're not just letting me program you either. If you disagree with something I'm saying, that is awesome. (laughs) I mean, I really genuinely mean that. I don't come on here every single day and create a podcast because I feel like I know everything and have all the answers to life. Listen, if you had to wait until you knew everything and had all the answers before you started a podcast, guess how many people would actually have a podcast? None. Except, of course, those yahoos who think they have it all figured out. And they're probably the most dangerous people to be listening to, period. (laughs) Right? So I don't come on here thinking that I have all the answers. Far from it. I come on here because I know there are other people out there in the world like me who are wanting to live their best life, who are wanting to achieve a next level life because they're not satisfied with where they're at right now. And if that's the case for you, it's probably as a result of your programming. So that's why I bring this up today. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you. It's dedicated to your success. I hope if you have not yet, you will subscribe uh, right here to the Dude Fuel podcast and also um, share this with a friend or a family member or somebody that you love. Spread the word, spread the message, um, and let them know that this type of content exists um, because I'm out to impact the world in a positive way as best I can and to stir other people up, get them thinking, and get them living um, their absolute best life. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I'm Cody Ray Miller. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.